guys, welcome to the Take a Seat, Not a Side podcast with your hosts, Kelsey and Brian. This is the podcast where we ask you to take a seat, but not a side. Unless it's mine. No, mine. So that Sweet 16 episode was pretty fun. Yeah. I think it's cool that we're hearing that other people are playing it too. Yeah, I want to give Kale a shout out. This is the second time he said that he's going to play one of our games. The first thing they did was um, they did the, they actually did the target challenge. And he said that they are going to do the Sweet 16 episode too. Yeah. And it's so interesting because obviously every person is different. So your 16 favorite things are different obviously so it's going to be kind of cool to hear like what their 16 things were and like how things kind of turned out for them so yeah they're unveiling their brackets to each other tonight and i'm almost positive kale's final thing is going to be golf but we'll, we'll have to figure that out after they do it um and if anyone's listening and have you have no idea what we're talking about for the sweet 16 special kelsey and i listed our Top 16 things. Well, I listed Kelsey's. She listed mine. Then we had them go head to head against each other in a bracket style until we had one one thing left. And we really like hearing that you guys are playing along with our games or that you're making your own version of them because, like we've said before, like this is just something we've always done. And I think it's like a really fun thing you can do with your significant other or your friend or, you know, whoever. So keep it up, guys. We love hearing about it. And if you, <laughs> if anyone has seen the bunny pictures, the pancake bunny pictures, um, that was our live. I've had multiple people reach out to me and say that they uh, made pancakes themselves. Like we made them crave pancakes. So they weren't that they couldn't have been that bad. This is bunny gate because I'm really mad. First of all, mine tasted delicious. Brian didn't even finish his. So what does that say? Yeah, but I don't finish my pancakes anyways. I'm not a big pancake man. Whatever, whatever. Also, what the heck? Mine was so cute. I, I really feel like you would have swept it if you didn't use the whipped cream on the ears. Oh, I regretted it instantly, but I couldn't change my mind. Yeah, because there was no redos. But I do take offense to anybody that said that my tail was too big. A bunny's tail is supposed to be big and fluffy. She's really mad right now. I think your paw placement was better. I do think it's unfair, though, that you made a second set of body parts for your pancake. <laughs> I think you should have had to use the originals. No. Yes. I could go on for hours about this, but I won't. And then speaking of Sweet 16... um. Michigan won their Sweet 16 game, which was sweet. And then since then, they've also lost their Elite 8 game, which was dramatic and heartbreaking. So today's episode, we are focusing on a subject that's a little less... Sad. Traumatic. Traumatic. (laughs) Disney! It is Disney-themed, kind of, if you think about it. It's completely Disney themed. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, that's true. We're literally ranking our top 10 Disney movies. Well, there is one part that is not Disney themed, which is kind of a surprise to Brian. Um, we'll get to that at the very end, though. Um, instead of doing a beer review, we're doing something else. And you know how much I love surprising Brian with treats that are going to make him throw up in the trash can. Am I right or am I right? So first, we decided to make a list. And rather than competing, having our list go against each other this time, we came up with a collective top 10 Disney movies of all time. And we used some criteria. We didn't include any of the Pixar movies that are coming out. And we didn't include any 
I mean, it all has to be like old school cartoons or new school cartoons, like a straight up Disney cartoon. Yeah, so animated Disney, essentially. And also what Brian was saying about Pixar, I didn't realize that Disney like purchased. I didn't realize that Disney like purchased Pixar, I guess, because they're considering Toy Story movies Disney, which I don't because they're Pixar. But um, so we're talking like OG. These are Disney, Disney, straight up Disney animated films. This is our personal opinion. We did take into account, like, classics. Like, if it's a classic, obviously, it should rank higher. Um, But these are our personal opinions. Everyone has different opinions. Like, pancake opinions, as I learned really quickly. But Wow, people take their pancakes seriously. Oh, my goodness. Like, very seriously. And to... uh. To my benefit, I guess, because I had no idea what I was doing, and I could just look in the live, and I'd have multiple people yelling at me, like, flip your pancake, flip your pancake, it's burning. Add more water. No, that's too much water. You didn't mix it well enough. What's your temperature at? You flipped it too soon. It's like, Lord, people. Wait till we cook something that's, like, actually hard. (laughs) Like, we are really screwed. Add vanilla. Add cinnamon. Like, too much whipped cream. Not enough whipped cream. Are you using syrup? Like, Lord, people, calm down. Yeah, so people are going to come after us for our Disney opinions here. I haven't even seen all these movies. Some of them, I know they're soundtracks, and that is literally why some of them got my vote. Well, you haven't seen them, but I've seen all of them, because otherwise people are going to be like, you haven't seen them, and you're going to put them in the top ten? I've seen all of them, so yes, my opinion is heavily influencing this list, just for the record. All right, so starting with number 10, what do you got? So we both have the list in front of us, so we, mof- we might go back and forth with reading them, by the way. Um, number 10, one of Kelsey's personal favorites, but I think it's underrated. Not a lot of people talk about it, in my opinion, is Hercules. I love Hercules. And this is a movie that I'd never seen. So I didn't realize, first of all, I didn't realize Disney made a Hercules movie. Second of all, I didn't realize if they did that it was good. Third of all, and this is what came down to a lot of my decisions. I don't know a single song from it. So when Kelsey when Kelsey wanted to include it, I said it has to come in at number 10. It could not come any higher for me. First of all, I would highly encourage you to see this movie if you haven't already. I like a few things. I like that the supposed she's not like a princess in the movie, but Meg, the female character, is not like your typical like damsel in distress, can only be saved by a man kind of thing. I like that she kind of gives him sass. She doesn't, like, fully give in to him. Now, given... Well, I don't want to give away parts of the movie. You can give spoilers even to Disney movies. Um, I like that it's not just a typical Disney movie. I don't know. It's pretty good. I remember watching it a lot growing up, but mostly I like the female character in it, I think. You know? I know it's not typically what people would go for, but... It also has got some comedy in there, some cute animals, you know? It's like the perfect trifecta. Badass female character, cute animals. Not your typical Disney story. There you go. All right, number nine is Brian's, one of Brian's favorites, Tarzan. Well, okay, no, it's not one of my favorite Disney movies. But it has a Phil Collins song that's a banger. Oh, absolute banger. We wrote in our notes, Phil Collins song is a banger. I was just about to start singing it, but then I was like, people don't need their ears burning. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you go ahead go ahead and go to YouTube.com, type in Phil Collins, Tarzan, and jam. Phil Collins, banger, Tarzan. <laughs> yeah, the movie's not bad. The story's pretty, I mean, it's fine. But uh, honestly, this is making the list because of that song. So basically, all your opinions come from music. Um, a lot of them, yes. Which is an important part of a Disney film. You don't want a Disney film with crappy music. Well, you don't need like a like a whole a whole soundtrack, but you need like a song. You need like an iconic song, and that's to me that's one of them. So, and we're gonna you're gonna hear a couple more. 
where I have that very same opinion. So, number eight, Cinderella. Classic. It's a classic for so many reasons. I think we're gonna get some heat for this one. I feel like people consider Cinderella a better movie than we do. Mm. I mean, it's a good movie, but like. I don't know if it's necessarily like, see, I just feel like princesses after a while get old. It gets old. But in a, let's say we're playing Family Feud and the question on the board was top, uh, top five Disney princesses. Don't you think Cinderella would be the number one answer? Yeah, but we're not just doing princess movies. No, I mean, for sure. But we have the most famous princess at eight, which I totally agree with. I wouldn't put any higher because... Whatever the mouse, the mouses, the mice, the mice were annoying. Annoying. They're the whole reason she looks that good. Bippity boppity boo, bish. <laughs> I feel like this whole story, though, girl goes to ball, girl meets prince out of her league. It's been done more than just like in a Disney movie. It's been done in so many other movies as well that I feel like it's not exactly original, but it is a classic, so it has to make it on the list. Is Bippity Boppity Boo a song? I believe so. How does it go? It's like the fairy godmother. Yeah, sing it for us. Bippity Boppity Boo. That's all I know. (laughs) Uh, See, but it's another Disney song without like a, a banger. It's not a bippity boppity banger. It's no you'll be in my heart. Do you hear me? <laughs> yeah, it's not a bippity boppity banger. <laughs> okay, number seven, Pocahontas. Which, by the way, I knew Mel Gibson voiced the male lead in Pocahontas, but I did not know Christian Bale was in it. Who does he play? I don't remember. I just remember seeing him listed. Christian Bale's Batman, by the way, guys, whoever doesn't know that. Now, I know saying we like Pocahontas is going to come with some controversy with just like history in general, like how much is true. They tried to turn this into a romance. But it's just a really good movie. And once again, it's not just following this. Oh, here's this perfect little princess. You know what I mean? I think Pocahontas comes across as a very strong, independent person in the film, and I think that not so damsel and distressy. And for me, I've never seen the movie, but Colors of the Wind. Oh, there's Brian's favorite music aspect. And I do think that, um, I don't know, I just remember watching it as a kid and like liking that there was a little bit of action in the movie and everything like that. And it's not just so straightforward. You know what I mean? I don't know. Overall, it's just a good film. Once again, I know history probably wasn't depicted as true as it was. But you also have to consider it's a Disney film. It's made for children. You know, obviously they're going to angle it that way. Is it politically correct? Probably not. Yeah, I wish we could say we were history majors, but we are not. Number six, 101 Dalmatians. Puppies. So cute. Yeah, this is an underrated Disney movie. There's no good song. Corella DeVille is a song, but it's not like a catchy classic Disney song. Name me another song. Don't look at me like that. Look, homie, it's not all about the music. No, but that's what I'm saying. Is there there's no catchy song and I'm still cool with it being number six because it's, it's a good movie. There's a there's like suspense in it. There's a there's love between dogs. There's baby dogs. And each of the dogs have like an, their own personality. It's so cute. I think Cruella is a sweet villain. I agree. And the trailer for the new Cruella Develop movie, like I understand that they're going with a different angle, but like I'm so confused. Yeah, I will not watch it. I didn't even see a single dog in the movie. Like why not just remake the movie? Well, they they have a... They have a like a live acted movie from like the early or late nineties probably. Oh, I know, but like they're trying to like take it like, oh, this is her side of the story. She's just this 
crazy fashion designer. Like, I'm just so confused. I'm so confused. I don't know. I, I don't remember watching it as a kid, but I feel like I used to actually get scared when it would play her music in the background and her car would show up. Oh, for sure. I mean, she was there to murder the puppies. Yeah, that's that's dark. I'm she gonna... doesn't actually do it, does she? I don't believe. No. No. com 101 Dalmatians. I was just going to say that. Well, they're definitely going to have to do with this with this new one because I'm sure they're taking a darker angle with it. I swear I will not go watch it. Before we get into the top five, I think that we both agree that this is where the line gets drawn between like Disney movies that we kind of like to Disney movies that we love. Like these top five are by far. There's a gap. There's a big gap between 101 Dalmatians and the next five we're about to list. Bippity boppity bangers. Number five. I love this movie. I will defend it to anyone that questions its place in the top five. The Little Mermaid. What a good movie. Once again, creative. It could get really deep if you think about it. Like, she's sacrificing her voice to try and be like other people. Good songs, for sure. Part of this world. Kiss the girl. Under the sea. Under the sea. Little cute little creatures from the sea. I think this would be Kelsey's number one or number two if I didn't have a say in it. Not that I, I just never saw it again. Never saw Little Mermaid. Shocker. We will need to change that soon, by the way. I don't think you knew that I've never seen it, and I knew you weren't going to be happy about that. You're definitely missing out, 100%. But I agree. I agree with the placement. Number five scenes. Yeah, there's no way you're putting it behind 101 Dalmatians, right? Oh, definitely not. And it's a princess movie. There you go. There's another princess movie for all you princess fans. Number four, Aladdin. I wanted to be Jasmine as a kid. Can I just say that? I wanted to be Jasmine. And we're not talking about live action Aladdin, by the way. We already made that clear. That was okay. But nothing competes with the OG Aladdin. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're on the same page. That movie was really good. The Will Smith movie? Eh. You loved it. You thought it was really good. I mean, good. I liked it. I feel like it was more nostalgic, though. Like, I liked it because it brought back memories of the original. Well, yes, for sure. But we thought it was going to be really weird with Will Smith playing the genie. But he was hilarious. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think he did a really good job. I'm just saying, like, I don't think it competes with another remake, which we'll mention a little bit later in this list. Yeah, I'm f- actually, I don't think it compares to two remakes that we still have to get to. But it was way better than I thought it was going to be when we went there. Anyways, back to the cartoon. Cartoon's good. I've actually seen it. A Whole New World. Probably top five Disney songs of all time. It's up there with Colors of the Wind and You'll Be in My Heart, I think. Brian always tries to get me to sing A Whole New World at karaoke nights. And she won't do it. She'll no. sing it in the car. Also, once again, Aladdin, like, kind of like a really good original story. You know what I mean? Hasn't really been redone either. Not in that sense, in my opinion. Okay, number three. Had to be on here because it is a classic. Classic, classic Disney. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Come on. Whistle while you work. I don't know if I'd call it a banger. But it's very popular. Well, duh. Oh, you mean the song? Yes. Well, it's no Phil Collins. It's no Phil Collins. I almost cried when all the dwarves thought she was dead. That got me. Also, I'm a little surprised. I know they did like the um, like the actiony style of the remake of that movie. But do you think they didn't actually try to recreate the cartoon because it wouldn't be politically correct to have seven dwarfs? Because otherwise, I feel like they would have tried to remake this by now. I've never seen it, so I no comment. You've never seen the original Snow White? No, I haven't seen the reboot. Oh. 
has like Kristen Stewart and I, I think, I don't know. All right, pop quiz. And this is not planned, but name the seven dwarfs. Sleepy. Hungry. <laughs> no. How do you get stuck dopey? at two? Okay, sleepy, dopey. Um. <laughs> what do you mean hungry? Happy. Yes. Saddy. Okay, the answer is no. I think you know that's no. Why are you even saying that? Oh, my God. Okay, I don't really appreciate the pop quiz. Do you know the answer? Bashful, grumpy, dark, and sneezy. Hachoo! Get it? Sneezy? Saddy and hungry? (laughs) I would be hungry. If there was one. The Hungry Dwarf. (laughs) (laughs) Just spends the entire movie eating in the background. That would be me. And did you say dopey? I did say dopey. So what, I get three out of seven? I think you got three out of seven. Two wrong, and then you quit. It's a little sad. I don't appreciate being put on the spot. I haven't seen this movie in forever. I'm just recalling based on childhood memories here. You put it at number three, and then you went with Sadie the Dwarf. <laughs> it's a classic. How are you going to not put it at number three? No, I agree, but I also think that no one thinks there's a hungry dwarf. And you said that. You thought that was real. I like to see any of these listeners on the spot try to name the seven dwarfs. I promise you that when I asked that question, People ran through it and got further than three. Well, everyone's going to say that now. After the fact, they're going to be like, I knew all of them. But you know they were sitting at home when you first asked that question. And the first thing that went through their mind is, oh, my God, I don't remember what any of them are called. Please go comment on our most recent Facebook post and tell us if you got more than two dwarfs. Of course they're going to say yes. They're going to say yes. So you're calling our listeners liars. I'm calling them pancake snobs. And liars. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Moving on. Number two, Beauty and the Beast. Now there was a good remake. Emma Watson? Ugh. Perfect as Belle. Perfect. I think the remake made me appreciate the original more. Oh, for sure. Like the characters, the clocks and stuff. In the cartoon, they're kind of corny. In the remake, I'm like, oh, hey, actually, like, they they have pretty cool personalities. I think that the live-action movie, like, inspires you to go back to the cartoon. Because the live-action movie, like, you were like, oh, my gosh, these songs are really good. Like, why do I not remember these songs from the cartoon? And then you go back and listen to the cartoon or watch the cartoon, and you're like, yeah, that was such a good movie. And it had, like, scary parts, too. Obviously, he's a beast. You know what I mean? That's a little scary. And then there's that suspense at the end where you're like, are they going to, like, make it in time? Is he going to get changed? Like, you know what I mean? Do you want him to get changed kind of at the end? It's like, what would be the big deal? She would still love him, even if he was a beast. And it's kind of another, it's a princess that isn't damsel in distress, right? Oh, for sure. Very independent, very smart. I mean, she's being held there against her will. Which, you know, a little controversial, I guess. A little bit of a, what's it called, where you fall in love with your captor? Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. (laughs) Controversial opinion, but think about it. Kind of is. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Okay. Number one. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Honorable mentions. As with any list, there are a couple that didn't make the list that we do want to shout out. Winnie the Pooh, which I didn't really think about as Disney, but it was listed as Disney, and I loved Winnie the Pooh growing up. Loved it. In fact, they came out with a movie when I was like in high school, and you best believe I went and saw it. Frozen, because you have to. That song is a banger a banger haven't seen the movie but the song is great 
Well, we tried to watch it with my nieces, and they wouldn't really let us watch it. They just insisted on talking through it. So, Finding Nemo, so cute, such a good film. Once again, very original. I loved Hunchback of Notre Dame growing up, and I feel like it was kind of underrated, and I feel like it's not a lot of kids' favorites, but I really love that movie, so I had to give it a shout-out. And Brian's added mention to this at the end there is Lady and the Tramp because of the spaghetti scene. <laughs> you were saying probably the most memorable Disney scene that's recreated nowadays. You know what I mean? That or what's coming up next. Ready for our number one? Drum roll, please. <laughs> Lion King. Come on. I don't think that's going to be surprising to many people. I think by deductive reasoning, everyone came to the conclusion that Lion King was number one. Yeah. I mean, I don't really see how you could argue with that. So would you agree that, that probably the most recreated scene in Disney history is people holding up babies like Simba? Oh, yeah. I suppose it's not Lady and the Tramp and the Spaghetti. I do that with the dog all the time. Did that with Kylie all the time. Do that with Kira all the time. We called Kylie Nala because she looked just like her. Remember? Yeah, Lion King has a unique story. Cool characters like Mufasa and Simba are both BAMs. Mufasa. Sad. Oh, definitely sad. Probably the saddest scene in Disney history. Should we even mention it in case there's people who haven't seen it? Everyone's seen The Lion King. When Mufasa dies and Simba's like nudging him. Oh my gosh. I could cry right now. I could cry right now thinking about it. Or when he's holding onto the limb of the tree. Honestly, Brian, I literally am tearing up right now. Are you tearing up? Oh my gosh. No, I'm not tearing up. Uh, the villain, Scar is sweet. The soundtrack is amazing. Like, just think, uh, Hakuna Matata, Can't Wait to Be King, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? And once again, like, as if you didn't already, ooh, Elton John. Yeah, Elton John. Yeah. Phil Collins, Elton John on our Disney list. I love it. Once again, like, another remake that kind of made you appreciate the cartoon version, because obviously you saw the cartoon version when you were an adult. You saw the remake, or sorry, you saw the cartoon version when you were a kid, the remake when you were an adult. I think it made you appreciate the music again, you know? I don't think that Lion King is just the number one Disney movie of all time. I think it could hold its own for, like, I would say top 25 movies of all time. Or, like, Game Changers. Like, it was a game changer for animated films, I would say. Oh, uh, Circle of Life. Like the scene, the opening scene to Lion King, where all the animals are running and Simba's being held up and they're playing, it's the Circle of Life. Amazing. For sure. I want to throw this on YouTube right now and watch it. Now there's our top 10 list. Along with the Disney theme that we're going with, Kelsey found a quiz where it's going to match us up to a Disney character. It's like a personality quiz. So we are going to take that live right now. We're going to help each other answer because I feel like Kelsey's not going to be honest with stuff. Hey. I should mention this is from BuzzFeed. We love BuzzFeed quizzes, no matter how random they are. Like, what kind of pasta are you? That's literally the stuff you find on BuzzFeed. But I feel like this is a solid list. All right. Question number one. Are you more of a optimist or pessimist and it gives us like a sliding scale which is pretty sweet i'm gonna i'm a huge optimist so i'm scooting probably almost all the way over i'm a little pessimistic you worry a lot so i feel like that goes into pessimism yeah like i kind of go into situations expecting the worst i'm gonna go like midway though yeah you go halfway there i'm going almost all the way to optimist Question number two, are you more laid back or serious? I feel like we're both more laid back. Yeah. I think you're more laid back than I am. So I think I'm going to go halfway again. Yeah, okay, fine. 
and I'll go a little more than halfway. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? I've always said that I feel like I'm actually an introvert. You do not do a podcast as an introvert. I feel like I'm a little like socially awkward and shelled in until I know you, though, or feel comfortable around you. You can leave that one in the middle because uh, I'm going to disagree with that completely. So you can leave it in the middle. All right. I'll leave it in the middle. And what about me? Extrovert. Social butterfly. 100%. All the way over? Yeah. Are you more independent or more of a team player? Should we leave all this silence in? We're both looking at each other like, uh... That's a weird question. I don't know. I feel like I'm more independent. Like, I don't like group projects. (laughs) Should we leave it in the middle, too? Yeah, maybe. Because we also get along with people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we're not anti, like, anti-people. All right, we're leaving that one in the middle. Next. Are you young at heart or an old soul? I'm definitely young at heart. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I'm I'm going to say I'm a little bit young at heart. Not even sure what that means, but I think I'm going <laughs> to go with a little bit young at heart. I mean, I feel like an old soul is like someone that wants to sit at home crocheting and like listening to like old classic music. That's definitely not me. All right, next. Are you a private person or an open book? Open book. Both of us open book, almost all the way over. TMI all the time. Are you more of a nervous or fearless person? I'm always nervous. Always. It could be anything. Kelsey, oh my God, at work today, I had to run home to get something for work. And I told Kelsey, hey, I got to run home for lunch. And she says, what for? And I forget that she asked me what for, and so I didn't answer it. And then she gets, she says, hello, what do you need to go home for? And now in my head, I know that she's worried because we just got a puppy, and in her mind, something's wrong with the dog. So I say something that is completely unbelievable, just proving that I know what she's worried about. And I say, Kira, our 20-pound Australian cattle dog, is stuck in a tree. And Kelsey loses her mind. She's like, what did you even say? You believe me. I was like, are you serious? And then you didn't respond. And I was like, are you serious? I was like, no, of course I'm not serious. How would my dog get into a tree? Well, my mind instantly went to multiple ways that this dog could have ended up in a tree. But how? How does this dog that we're looking at right now get into a tree? I don't know. Maybe she's part cat. Clawed up that tree, you know? That's your best theory? I was also like, oh, maybe our puppy sitter was like, oh, how cute would it be if I took a picture of this dog in a tree? And like, not that I would think she would do that. Like, I don't think she's an irresponsible person, but I'm just saying. And then left it there? And then was like, oopsie, now I can't get the dog out. I don't know. That's okay. That's how nervous of a person Kelsey is. So move that slider all the way over. Our dog was not in a tree. You're fearless to a fault. I wouldn't say I'm fearless. I'm scared of scary movies, and I don't like bugs. But in terms of, like, things going wrong, I I live by, like, the motto, like, everything will work itself out, and if it doesn't, like, what can you do about it, right? Yeah. Kelsey hates it. She hates it. I just wish, like, I mean, it's probably a good thing that I worry about everything and you don't worry about much. But I feel like I should worry less and you should worry a little bit more. But what fun is worrying? Worrying sounds like it sucks. It does suck. <laughs> so why do you want me to suck? Like You know how it you know how carefree your mind is if you just don't care? I know. I've Googled how to not care. I would love to not care about things. All right, moving on. Are you patient or impatient? Impatient for me. Hundred percent. And I'm going to go like middle slider because I feel like at work, I'm very patient with people, but I, I have a lack of patience with you and like when I'm trying to get out of the house. I'm going to leave it in the middle because I don't know. I feel like it's not fair for me to be impatient with people when I'm always late myself. But in general, I don't know. I'm leaving it in the middle. I would actually say that you're pretty patient. I think that I can definitely test your patience 
And I think this is a huge compliment to you. You're shocked that I'm even saying this, but I think you're pretty patient with me. So I'll slide it over a little bit to the patient side. All right, next. Are you more emotional or even-tempered? I'm just super even-tempered. Yeah, right. (laughs) Do not. Do not. Slide that puppy all the way to the left. I just never cry, actually. I feel like we are complete opposite sides on this one. Oh, for sure. And then are you more organized or messy? All right. (laughs) Opposite sides of the ends on this one, too. Maybe this is why we work so well. We really are opposites. Uh, I am definitely organized. No, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> fair, 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 fair. I'm not totally messy. I'm just partially messy. You're very messy. Partially messy. But I will say that one day I came home. I told Brian before I left for work because he was off. I said, can you just clean up a few things around the house? It would really help me out. I came home and the house was spotless. I was so impressed. It's golf season. Ah, you're building up your tokens to use them for later, huh? All right, next. Are you more flexible or stubborn? I feel like I'm very flexible, so I'm moving that to the left. That's hard, though, because I feel like you are stubborn when it comes to arguing about things, though. But you're flexible about, like life in general scooting a little bit more towards the middle because that makes sense i'm not flexible i like to have a plan you are stubborn and not flexible next are you more forgetful or responsible that's hard because i feel like you can be forgetful but still be a responsible person yeah i don't like the question i think we should leave them in the middle I think so, too, because, like, we're responsible. We pay our bills. We take care of ourselves. We take care of our dog. Like, we go to work. We're not reckless. We're just... But sometimes we leave the sink running and it floods the basement, you know? Next, are you more of a dreamer or a realist? I feel like I'm, like, like halfway to, like, all the way to realist. I think we're both realist i don't think that we i don't think we're delusional about stuff i mean who's really dreamers anymore i feel like there are people out there like people that i don't know like entrepreneurs i feel like they're dreamers was that really dark (laughs) oh my gosh a little bit i guess who's really dreamers anymore life sucks (laughs) who has dreams what i don't mean it like that but you you know what i mean yeah All right, next. Are you more humble or arrogant? We are opposite sides of the slide, my friend. On this one? You think you're humble? Yes, I think I'm humble. Okay. The only thing I'm, like, cocky about is NBA 2K. What else am I cocky about? I feel like you're a pretty confident person. I'm humble. I'm humble. You better leave that in the middle. I'll leave it in the middle because I I disagree with you. I feel like I'm humble because I have no confidence. That's sad, huh? Yeah, these are getting dark. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, you don't do a podcast unless you have some confidence. So I don't really agree with that either. I hope your character ends up being one of the mice from <laughs> Cinderella. <laughs> F off. F off. Oh, let's take a guess. Who do you think you're going to be? Um, that's so hard because there's been so many questions and I feel like I've been so back and forth. Oh, I would be, I would lose my mind if I am Simba or Mufasa. That'd be sick. I feel like I'm going to end up being like freaking Dumbo. I could see, I could see me being Simba. Dumbo. Bambi. (laughs) (laughs) I can't really make an educated guess, to be honest. All right, next. Are you a follower or a leader? I think we could both scoot it a little bit to the leader side, right? Yeah, I think so. I did like a quarter or a third. And then are you book smart or street smart? Yeah, I'm not going to say anything mean here, Kelsey. I won't. I promise. I mean, what would that be considered? Because I did really well in school. Yeah, okay. You can move to Booksmart then. 
scoot over a little bit to Booksmart. I'll stay in the middle. I'm staying in the middle too. I I don't feel like I'm more one or the other, right? Next, are you more selfless or self-focused? I am probably I get this from Lori Helverson. I feel like I'm pretty selfless. I feel like I put other people ahead more often than me, so I think I'm going to go almost all the way to selfless. How do you see me? Because I'm not really sure. I think it's almost a little bit too cocky for me to say, oh, I'm so selfless. I feel like I take care of myself and I make time for myself. No, I would put you in the middle. Okay. Because you, yeah, you definitely care about, I mean, we both care about ourselves. But you also, like, get really worked up if you think that you upset other people. We're selfless in different ways, I feel. I try to incorporate everybody. Everybody that I can, you know, the the more the merrier, the, the happier, the better. Whereas you like feel bad if you upset people or um, you think they didn't like you. I think I worry a lot about what other people think. So I guess that kind of puts me in the middle. Next, are you driven more by your morals or goals? I think very much morals for me. I think both of us very much morals. Like, I wouldn't put another person down to achieve something. You know what I mean? Next, are you more of a minimalist or a materialist? Okay, the questions earlier were super easy. What, this, what does this even mean? They're getting really deep with these. I don't know what either of these mean. Minimalist means that you don't need a lot of things. And materialist means that you do need a lot of things. I would say we're in the middle. Yeah, I'm not moving that one. Dumb question. Next. Are you more of a city or country person? I'm going to put myself like a quarter of the way over to country. I would agree with that. And me a little bit further, right? Yeah, for sure. Me quite a bit further, I'd say. I grew up in a city. I don't think I fit in a city now. Mostly just because of the traffic. I'm almost all the way to country because I love the country, but I also like living close to the city for sports and concerts and stuff. So, Next, are you more of an indoors or outdoors person? I'm going to put myself like halfway to outdoors. I know I said last time that if it wasn't for kayaking, I probably wouldn't go outside, but I do enjoy being in the sun, like sitting on the deck in the summertime, grilling out. You know what I mean? Feeling the sun on me. Yeah, I'm like 50-50 because I like indoor stuff. I like, you know, PlayStation, watching movies, that stuff. Just as much as I like playing golf and whatever. So I don't think you care about being outdoors. Like, if we go to a restaurant sometimes in the summertime, I really want to sit outdoors and you want to be, like, you don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, in fact, I'd rather eat inside because it's more relaxing. Yeah. You don't have to worry about the wind or the sun or the heat. Yeah, I'd probably... <laughs> I hate the outdoors, eh? <laughs> you like kayaking and golfing, but... Yeah, I like outdoors if it's for a certain activity. I guess I'm kind of that way, too. Like, I feel like I have to be doing some kind of activity if I'm going to be outside. Like, I can't just be, like, suntanning or something like some people are. And I hate bees. <laughs> <laughs> That's important to mention. All right, next. Are you more calculated or impulsive? I'm not impulsive at all. No, you hate impulsive decisions. Just hate it. I should be more spontaneous, but I really am not. I think I'm calculated in my decisions to let impulsive decisions work. I calculate the fact that nothing can go wrong or, you know, if we don't have a plan, it'll still be fine. But, like, I don't just make impulsive decisions. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. I get where you're going. I only make impulsive decisions if I drink tequila. <laughs> All right. What I'm saying is, like, my plan is that sometimes you don't need a plan. I think you are good at weighing the outcomes. Like, you're like, I can be impulsive about this because the positive outweighs the negative. 
All right, final question. Are you more creative or analytical? And before you go, I want everyone to know that all these games that we come up with and like the pancake bunny cook-off, like those are all Kelsey's ideas. She, I don't think she's going to give herself enough credit for being creative um, without me telling her about that stuff. But like these games, these lists, they're her. And I feel like they're really original and really creative. So before you go ahead and say, I'm not that creative, I feel like you deserve a little feather in your cap for that. I actually really appreciate that because I feel like whenever I'm a Pisces, that's important to say. And they always say, oh, Pisces are so creative. And I've always been like, oh, I don't feel like I am creative because I'm not artistic. I don't play an instrument. Like, that's what I always think of when it comes to creative. Like, I'm not a writer. But I do appreciate you saying that because when you put it in that perspective, like, I do consider myself creative. I would say you're creative, too, though. Like, you come up with these games as well. I'm not going to take much credit for it, but I I also don't think I'm not creative. I feel like I'm going to leave it in the middle. I'm going to slide myself like halfway to all the way, if that makes sense, to creative. I'm 50% creative. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. I'm clicking it. I'm done. Oh, man. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) I got a character from a movie I haven't even seen. I got a character from my favorite movie. Do you want to go first? I got Pumbaa. (laughs) <laughs> Boomba. <laughs> all right I'm, let me read this to you you got Pumba. you're just like Pumba from the lion king you're incredibly lovable and the best friend a person could ask for you're a jokester who doesn't take themselves too seriously and always down for a good laugh you've got a big heart and everyone loves you Akuna Matata. Who did you got over there? I got Flynn Ryder from Tangled. I've never even seen Tangled, but I will read it. Oh, shout out Sarah, my co-worker before I came. Um, guess this would be one of our top three movies. And I was like, I never actually saw it, so I can't say. I feel like we have to watch it now. You like to hide behind your wit and charming personality, but you're really a big softy. You're a very independent person who has big dreams and will do whatever it takes to make them a reality. I don't feel like this is me. Even if that means causing a little bit of trouble along the way. I feel like yours is very accurate. I don't know how they came to this conclusion with my answers. I'm going to disagree with this one. We'll put the link to our quiz on our Facebook. So if you guys want to take it too and see what you get. I was hoping I'd get Mufasa or Simba, and the suckers gave me Pumbaa. Apparently, I'm just a turd burglar who's going to, like, trample over other people to achieve their dreams. Which is the opposite. It's exactly what I said I wouldn't do, but whatever. Okay, and so for Brian, I have a little bit of a surprise that he's going to hate, probably. Um, so Easter's coming up on Sunday. So I bought four different kinds of peeps. You know what? I figured it was going to be some sort of candy tasting, and I'm okay with that. But in my mind, I'm like, uh, it sucks because one of the candies that she's going to get are probably going to be peeps, which I don't like because they're like, it's like a marshmallow, but it's styrofoam marshmallow. And guess what she did? Yeah, she, she got peeps, but they're all peeps. I just want to tell you, though, I could have gotten much worse flavors. They had, like, blue raspberry. They had cotton candy, which are, like, the flavors that you get of, like, toothpaste at the dentist. Okay. Ready? Which one are you trying first? The OGs, which are the blue ones. Go ahead, Bry Fry. That's pretty good. I think you're being a little critical. To me, it tastes like a marshmallow with sand on it. Like, it doesn't taste bad. It tastes like a marshmallow. But what's the point of having that texture of the sand? I put the whole thing in my mouth, so you're going to have to give me a minute. (laughs) All I can think about when I eat these is when they throw them in the microwave at 
in South Park and they <laughs> peeps. I like the OGs. Okay. The brown ones are chocolate pudding. I can smell them. <laughs> they do <laughs> they do smell. It smells like pudding, but it doesn't taste like it. Ah, a little bit of aftertaste. A little bit of chocolate pudding aftertaste on that one. That's not bad. It ain't good. It tastes like chocolate pudding. Yeah. The first one's better because it doesn't taste like anything. I don't want this to taste like stuff. We have two more to go. Ugh. All right. I think the next one, the little like yellowy one. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we can do that one next. What is it supposed to be? They're dipped. They're chocolate on the bottom. No, but I don't. What's the picture supposed to be? Like, what's the animal supposed to be? It kind of looks like a peep that's floating in turd. Like, floating in poop. (laughs) I don't get it. I don't get it. The peeps are like bunnies, right? This is supposed to be a bunny? Mm. I think it's like a chick. Do you see what I'm? Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Is mine like a? Uh, oh, this is good. Is mine like a? I don't know. Broken product. Mm-mm. I think they're supposed to be chicks for these. It looks like something you'd hang on the wall and like mount as like a, like a prize. Like that's you, pretty messed up. Like you killed a peep and this is your trophy. Like I, a, I don't get what it's supposed to be, but a taxidermy peep. That's good. It's good only because there's chocolate in it. I don't know. I wouldn't. I'm just I would eating not, all of them over here. I would not pay for any of these. I would not buy any of these in a store. Oh, is this a bad time to tell you I took your credit card? I'm joking. <laughs> the last one is birthday cake. Again, no taste, but it's got the sand texture. These are gross. Do you know how I like these? Okay, coming from a different perspective, the birthday cake ones are not worth paying the extra dollar or whatever it was because they taste just like the original ones. The chocolate dipped ones are where it's at. 100%. I would agree that I would agree those are the, probably the best ones. Alrighty, y'all. I'll just be over here eating all these peeps. I am going to see Godzilla vs. Kong tonight. I will have to circle back on when we're live on Wednesday and let you guys know how it is. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.